Hi everybody! Welcome to the first episode of Anxious Athletic! Woo! I am your host, Casey. And this is the podcast where we normalize not having our freaking shit together. Oh, for everybody watching on YouTube. Hi, do you like my setup? Do you like the little vines? I feel like it fits in with the, uh, the overall theme. I like to use the emojis of the fire and the little plant. And do you like my overalls? Farmer Casey over here joining you today. Um, my chair, you can kind of see it. Uh, for everybody that is listening on another app, hi, I'm thinking of you, I can't see you, you can't see me, but I am so excited that you are listening. I did not expect the overwhelming amount of support that I've gotten. 100 followers to me is a lot before I've even put out the first episode. Thank you so, so much. Oh my god. People that I, I didn't expect to follow me have followed me. Shout out to all my uh, college friends, all my high school friends, random people that have followed me. Hi, HHS, my high school people. <laughs> so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. So this episode is about my anxiety and depression story. So uh, I'm just going to get it right into it. Uh, I'm also going to talk about where I am today and how I got how I got over it. And I use the term how I got over it um, because... I mean, I, I still suffer with anxiety. I don't really have, uh, I mean, maybe I have depression. I haven't really followed up with my doctor, <laughs> but um, I still suffer with anxiety, but it's definitely not as bad as where it was. Um, and I'll tell you how I got through it. I'll tell you what I suffered with, how I suffered and what I went through that caused that. So let's just get right into it. So I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression in 2019, and I've always just been going through the motions of life. I've always just been listening to what other people tell me to do, what society tells me to do. Society has this path set out for all of us as humans that we have to get educated, go through 12 years of school, and then after your senior in high school, you have to apply for college and you have to spend four years of college or even more if you want a master's degree or whatever. But you have to get a college so that you can get a degree so that then you can get a job because jobs only accept you if you have a college degree. What the fuck? What the fuck? Side note, it really bothers me that education gives us tests instead of projects and we get grades and it just it just pisses me off like you should be able to get a job because you have experience or because you just want to learn like hello the fuck so basically all throughout life I was just going through the motions and I've always 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 put other people before me I don't know if that's because I'm an empath I don't know if that's because of whatever I went through uh in childhood I don't know if that's because of whatever I uh, went through in my past relationships. I think it's a mix of all of them. But basically, I put everybody before myself and I I unvalidate, if that's a word, my own uh, feelings, my own problems, because I feel like I can deal with them independently. I feel like they're not as bad as everybody else's. So in relationships, in friendships, at work, whatever, everybody else comes before me because I'll be able to deal with my own issues at the end of the day, which is not how you should think. Your, your issues matter. And I, I have an issue, like I said, other people's issues are, are stronger than mine. Even with explaining my anxiety story while I, while I was prepping for this, I was like planning on saying something like, 
I know that I deal with anxiety and depression, but I do understand that other people have it worse than me. But, like, what? Because my anxiety story, it's not, like, a crazy, like, oh, my God, this thing happened to me and now I have this and I can't function as a human. Because I know that other people have gone through much worse traumas than me. I've also gone through some traumas that I'm not comfortable talking about. I do still have to see a therapist. I think everybody should see a therapist to get um, professional advice and help. Um, I still have not done that. So there are still some things that I'm not comfortable saying. Maybe eventually I will. But right now, uh, there's just some things I can't talk about. But I'm going to talk about overall everything that affected me, that caused my anxiety, that caused my depression, and where I am now. So when I started college... And realistically, I just wanted to be a YouTuber. That's all I wanted to do from like since 20, 2009, 2010, when I started watching YouTube. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to make people laugh and I wanted to make people feel better, which, oh my God, I'm doing it right now. Oh my God. Okay. So fun. Um, but it took me a while to get here because I always listen to other people because as humans, we have a structure of life that we're supposed to follow. And I, I, I'll say this probably again in, in the podcast, but everybody else, you know, everybody thinks that they're, they're, the big thing on their mind is money. Everything comes down to money. And that's just not the meaning of life. Anyways, I'll get into that. But um, in college, when I started, I went to Ithaca College. Shout out. I did, I did love the college. I loved my experience. I don't regret it. I don't really have regrets in life because I think everything teaches you things, helps you grow. Um, but as a freshman, I, uh, I really wanted to do film, but I figured that would be way too hard to get into. Um, so I applied for a television radio major. They did not let me in. Um, so I uh, went in undecided and I got the pressure from people that I needed to choose a major as soon as possible so that I could be able to graduate on time or whatever it was. And so, um, my mom, a couple of my friends, they were like, you should, uh, do the marketing major. You should be a marketing major. Um, a lot of my friends in my building and the friends that I had freshman year, that was their major. And so I was like, okay, that seems somewhat interesting. I guess, uh, I could be good at that. Sure. Um, and so like, I never really cared about my classes. There were some things that were interesting. I really cared more about my side classes, like psychology and, whatever the things that weren't actually in my major. Um, I did like the design aspects though. That was interesting of like Photoshop and Illustrator and all that shit, but we didn't really do it that much. We did like PR and advertising and I didn't care about it. Um, I also had my first ever relationship in college and uh, because I didn't have any previous experience with other relationships I didn't, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how to act. Um, and I had the issue of putting other people before me. And so that's what I did. And it was an issue personally that, that I was doing that, but it was also an issue that, uh, my, my partner, my boyfriend was, was also kind of putting themselves first. And I'm not trying to put them in harsh light. Um, because, I have made it to a point of peace with them, and we are friends. We talk sometimes, but I do think it's important to talk about uh, the toxic things that can happen in a relationship and how to watch out for them and how to get through it and um, that those things happen and to just help out other people if you've gone through that or if that you're dealing with that. So I've always had the mindset that, that again, people have it worse than me, that my boyfriend issues, his issues and his life comes before mine. 
Um, and I, I relied on this person for everything. I, I stopped, I didn't, I no longer knew how to function as an independent person. And again, that was because of my own issues, but it was also because of how they treated me in the relationship. I, everything that they did came before me. I lost friends. I, I was always myself. That wasn't the issue, but it was how my, my brain functioned, how I functioned in the relationship, how I functioned day to day. I just like everything that was in my life, every, all of my problems, all the things that I wanted to do, that was on the back burner. And I was okay with that. I, I thought that I was being a good person by always putting them first. And that's not what you should do. So, yeah, because of how I was treated, I, I stopped speaking up about my problems in the relationship. I pushed them to the side. Um, some things in the, relation, in the relationship were good. And because this was my first relationship, I, I, I guess I kind of thought these things were normal. At least in my relationship. This is just how it was. Um, we, we did things together. There are some things that I liked, obviously. So I stayed. Um, but I thought it was normal. And, um... At a point, I think I started to realize that this wasn't good for me. I didn't feel the same way. And so I decided to end it um, in... Right before I started my senior year of college, I decided to end it. That was like the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, because, because I relied so heavily on this person, I thought that my life was falling apart. And so, uh, long story short, we stopped talking for, like, five months. Um, and in those five months, my senior year of college, I was learning again how to be independent. I felt that I was learning, I was learning confidence again. I was learning self-love. But in the back of my mind, it started to come back of, like, I miss this person. I need to be with them. They're my person. Only the good memories were starting to resurface and I, I couldn't remind myself of the bad things. It was just overwhelming, all the good memories. And so, uh, towards the end of my senior year of college, I ended up texting them and uh, we ended up getting back together. And we were together until, um, so graduation was like May and then we mutually broke up in November of 29, no, sorry, 2018. Um, so the fall slash winter after I had graduated. Um, so that was, that was really hard, but I knew it, that was, that was it. We weren't going to get back together. So post-college, everyone got jobs post-college. I didn't. I had a summer job, but it ended after the summer and I was applying like everybody else, but everybody else got jobs and I didn't. And I was like, this is unfair. Uh, they're moving out. I'm stuck at home. I feel like I'm a failure because you're supposed to get a job right after college and I didn't. So it was really hard on my, it was really hard on me. And uh, I ended up working with my mom part time. And uh, there was a lot of negative energy there. And um, at work and then at home. At work it was, it was okay because I was with other people too and not saying my mom is a negative person. Um, but there was negative energy in, in the way that she had some issues at work. She didn't always enjoy being there. Um, and then my dad had his own issues. And so 
being at work with her, it, I, I didn't like where I was. I felt like a failure again. I wasn't at, I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I was like event planning. I was I was but I wasn't really event planning. I was scheduling like rooms for people to have their meetings in. So I wasn't really doing much with my life. I felt like failure. I wasn't I wasn't in the, the career that I wanted. I was working with my mom. I'd work with her and then I'd come home with her. So that negative energy was always there. I love my parents. They're not always negative, but they're going through something that's hard. And so being around that negative energy constantly and not being able to escape. And for me, especially as an empath, I am constantly taking in other people's energy. And for a long time, it wasn't until I moved out to my apartment in um, November of 2020 um, then I realized that I, I am, it's not my responsibility to fix other people's issues, but that was an issue that I had while I was living at home. I was like, I need to fix this negative energy. Um, I'm at a different point in my life. I can help them. Um, I need to somehow solve this and make it, make it positive and calm for me. Uh, cause the only really safe, safe space for me to feel at peace and not negative was my room. I also did have my cats. I freaking love them. Pets uh, really help with anxiety and with issues that you're going through, but I was also allergic to them. So I was sneezing and rubbing my eyes all the time. It was really, really hard. I also had a deviated septum and I had a surgery the following February post-graduation. So February 2019, I had the deviated septum surgery. I think it's called a septoplasty. And I talk about it on my YouTube channel if you want to watch it. Um, and actually in the YouTube video that I made about my surgery at the end of the video, I'm like, oh my God, I can breathe. This is so amazing. Um, that only lasted a week. Let me just tell you, okay, that only lasted a week. So my nose actually feels a lot worse, a lot worse than how it was before the surgery. So great. So I was dealing with that, um, which, uh, amplified all my allergies or my allergies amplified my deviated septum issues. Um, so it was hard. Um, I was also dealing with uh, my breakup and I was depressed. I didn't know I was depressed, um, but I was depressed for like five or six months after we broke up. I could not, again, I, I knew when we, when we mutually broke up, I knew that was the right thing to do. And I knew that there was no going back. We weren't going to get back together. But I still was in the mindset of only thinking of the good times and how that was the only stable thing that I had in my life at the time was that relationship. Everything else to me in my mind, everything was falling apart. I didn't have a job. I didn't have my own apartment. All my friends had moved away. My college friends were back in their home states. My, my hometown friends were living in Boston. While Boston wasn't that far away, it felt far away. Felt like they had their own lives. So everything just like was piling up on top of each other. So it was really, really hard. And um, so I, yeah, I, I couldn't, the only thing that I, I held on to was the stability of that relationship. And once that was gone, my life was falling apart. I didn't have anything. I didn't know how to operate independently. And um, some of that was the toxicity of the relationship, always putting them first and them always putting themselves first. But it was also, realistically, it was an issue that I had never overcome and an issue that I hadn't realized was an issue. And so also because of my low self-confidence and my lack of self-love, I also hated how I looked physically. And I, I wasn't giving my body the right nutrients that it needed. Uh, turns out I am 
I don't know if it's allergic to dairy it's or intolerant to dairy. I haven't been diagnosed or like uh, went to someone for this, but I definitely know that these are issues. Um, dairy, I can't do it. I'm also intolerant to gluten now and I have acid reflux. Also, if I eat too much of something, my stomach hurts or if I eat too, if I don't eat at all, my stomach hurts. So I have a lot of issues, but I actually just learned that what you eat affects your mood. So basically I was giving my body everything that it couldn't handle. And I didn't realize that food had such a big impact. And because of all the things I was going through, I guess food was one of the things that like I just, like when you're bored and you have nothing to do, you have food. So I guess food was one of the things that made me happy. So again, I, I had no education or I didn't, I didn't grow up on really healthy foods. Um, so I was fueling my body with all the things that it couldn't handle, which in turn was affecting my mood. And I was, so I, yeah, I just had such low self-confidence. I didn't have any love for myself. I, I can't, I didn't want to look in the mirror because I did not like how I looked. So everything, literally everything, oh my God, I'm, I'm like getting upset about it because I, I haven't, I haven't been back in the, the mindset that I, that I was in since, since this time, again, I still suffer with anxiety and, and growth isn't linear for sure. We have our, our, we have our ups and downs and some days you're okay and some days you're not. Um, but I haven't been back in the mindset of where I was in 2019. That was a really, really dark place for me. Um, and you can see in my, my YouTube video that I posted about it two years ago, I was always, I was, I started to cry in the video because I didn't know where my life was going. And everything seemed like it was falling apart. So I was just overall at a really, really low place in my life. Um, so when all this was piling up, again, um, so brief, brief thing that I have to say is growing up, I was never really good at expressing my emotions and I still struggle with that. Um, just because of how things were uh, with our with our family. I'm not, again, I'm not, um, not putting any blame on anybody, on my family at all, because my parents are individuals and they went through things growing up as kids that affect them how they are now. That literally happens to everybody. We can't help it sometimes. Um, but I, I have issues with expressing my emotions. So all the time while I was going through all of this, I never really expressed to anyone what I was going through. So in my head, I, I, everything was in my head. I didn't tell anybody really what I was going through. I suppressed, like, I would only cry when I was in my room, and that was one of the reasons I released that YouTube video is because I wanted to, re I wanted to let people know that we're, we're all going through similar things, and that having anxiety and not being okay is normal. We don't have to perform the same way every day. Like, it's just not humanly possible. That's just not how we are. And so, there was one day while I was at work with my mom, and uh, I was in her office, she was at her desk, I was at a little uh, table in her room, and my heart all of a sudden started going so, 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 so fast, and then I was getting really hot and getting really dizzy, I had to put my head in between my knees, and I was freaking out, I literally thought my heart was going to explode, like, that's, that's what it felt like, it was, it was really scary, and so my mom had to come over and help me calm down a little bit, I had some deep breaths, and eventually I was okay, but it didn't make any sense in my head because I'm like, I'm not working out. I'm not moving. I'm literally just sitting at this table. 
And all of a sudden my heart's doing this crazy thing. Like what is happening? So uh, it, it happened. It started happening again and again at random times. My mom and I would be, uh, we walked like to this other building. We were standing in this room um, and all of a sudden it happened to me again. My heart was going so fast. I got hot. I felt like I was going to pass out. And it, the scariest thing is I always think that my heart's going to explode. Obviously, that's like something in your head. That's not actually what's going to happen. But I didn't realize these were anxiety attacks until I saw a doctor. Um, and so I, I did. My mom was really concerned about me. My my dad has AFib, which is like your, your heartbeat is irregular. So I was like, do I have a heart condition? That's like what my answer was. I was like, my heart, it has an issue. Something's going wrong with my body. And I have to figure this out. Um, my doctor asked what was going on. She asked about my heart. She asked about what was going on in my life, which is interesting. She started asking me, like, questions about depression, questions about my job, questions about if I'd been in relationships, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Um, and at the end of it, she was like, you have anxiety. And you have depression. Um, but the thing that's causing your heart rate to increase like that is anxiety. That's an anxiety attack. I was like, holy shit. Like, what? And it took a while. It took a, little, a few days for me to, like, compute what, what she had just said. But because of that visit, I finally felt validated. I was able to finally tell people what was going on or tell somebody, tell a professional what I was dealing with. And by speaking it out, I realized what I was going through. I realized all the hardships that I was going through. And I'm getting emotional because I'm getting brought back to that that point in my life. And um, I just felt validated and understood. And sometimes, at least uh, for me, and I think I've heard other people say this, but when they're given a label, sometimes that can help them feel validated and feel like they're not alone and dealing with what they're dealing with. So when my doctor said I had anxiety and depression, I felt like that made sense. And I felt like I, I, I wasn't alone because I, I knew that other people dealt with that too. And that's another reason why I shared that YouTube video. I don't remember if the diagnosis was, no, it was, it was before I, before I posted that video. Um, but I wanted to share it with other people because it made me feel validated. And literally, uh, one morning in either March or April after that diagnosis, I literally woke up one morning with a complete mindset change a complete different perspective on life and what I was going through and my my change and my growth started with how I felt about um, my breakup and literally I woke up one morning I was angry about something that was said between us and I was like why am I so obsessed with this person why am I constantly thinking about the good time the good times in the relationship why am I dreaming about him why am I thinking about him literally every second of the day and literally my mindset changed that morning and I went through a period of kind of being angry but also like loving myself and thinking I'm a badass bitch and obviously everything every healing process has cycles to it so for a while and I think I needed it to start out this way I needed to I needed to be angry because I was never really angry I always felt guilty for being upset upset at them and so I think I needed that. I needed to feel angry, but I also needed to start feeling confident in myself. I started, I, I needed to start feeling that self-love. And so I did. Eventually that turned to peace. I wasn't angry at them anymore. 
And um, now we're, we're friendly. We talk sometimes and things are on good terms. And I've learned a lot from that relationship and I'm at peace with it. And because of that mindset change and the self-love and the confidence and being at peace with things and knowing not to, to rush things in life, knowing that things are going to be okay, as long as I, I love myself at the end of the day um, and I can find peace within myself, I'm going to be okay. And literally because of that mindset change, that's when everything started to be brought to me. I went on Hinge and I met this guy on Hinge and we started hanging out. It was just a casual relationship, uh, but it was fun. It was the first person that I was with after my ex. Um, and because of that, I still, uh, when it when it ended, we were only uh, hanging out for a couple of months, maybe. Um, he went to school around here, but then he had to move back. He lived in a different country. <laughs> Great. Um, but I knew it was just a casual relationship, but I also enjoyed his company. Um, when he left, I was, I, I was upset about it a little bit because I was still... I still had to get over my attachment to people or the idea of having a person in my life um, because I was still learning how to be independent and being okay with myself. And so that was another test of like, okay, here's a person. We're going to put them in your life. Um, see how you are with them. See how you are post uh, you guys not being together anymore. Um, all that stuff and see how you do. And I was okay. I was okay. And um the end of that summer, I ended up getting my first job, my first full-time job in the department that I wanted, or at least I, I thought I wanted. Uh, it was in marketing, which was my major. Um, it was a marketing associate position. I'm still at that same company. Um, I ended up working there as a marketing associate with my boss, and she ended up leaving um, the following April. So this is now April 2020 when the pandemic hit. She ended up leaving totally fine because she was there for a really long time and it was time for her to move on so um props to her for realizing what she wanted to do in life um it ended up just being me until now I'm still it's still just me I'm technically the marketing director here uh actually though I just gave my one month's notice as the full-time marketing manager I will stay on part-time I believe um, but this is probably the first thing I've ever done, uh, 100% for myself. And I felt guilty about it. Uh, everybody was asking me, how are you going to make money? Um, I, I made the move because I want to do this. I want to entertain people. I want to heal people. I want to give people advice. Like what? This is what I want to, this is what I've wanted to do since 2010. Like what? And it took me until now, it took me all the relationships, it took me, dealing with depression and anxiety took me realizing that um I can I can have it anything I want in life as long as I believe in myself I love myself at the end of the day um so yeah and uh back backing up a little bit so when I got the job as a marketing associate uh, that was amazing I was finally able to make money I uh ended up moving out I still I stayed at home for two years um which was still kind of hard but after that year of depression and anxiety, I did learn how to cope a little bit better, um, but it is definitely nice to have my own space. Now, if you can't have your own space and you're living at home right now, uh, find at least one space in your in your house, like even if it's just a chair or a rug or floor or whatever, or it can be outside. One place that you can go to that's just your own space that you can debrief, you can journal. Journaling is great to write down your feelings, to validate your feelings, to track your progress. That's really helpful. I did that a lot while I was depressed and anxious. 
Um, but having my own space is definitely nice. I can now really value and appreciate the time that I spend with my parents and my family being at their house. Um, and yeah, in the same, in the same course of things, I started hanging out with, uh, two of my friends from high school and things were just going really good. And of course, we're always going to have challenges. We're always going to have hard times. Like within the span of the last year, things, certain things have been hard and I've had to grow from things and I've had to learn lessons again everything to teach me how to put myself first literally every lesson has been to I'm getting emotional every lesson has been to teach me how to put myself first how to realize that I come first I'm the I'm at the end of the day the beginning of the day I'm I'm the one that I'm gonna be with it's me my soul in this body I'm always gonna have me and no matter what, you always got to put yourself first. Something, some advice that I, that I've told some of my friends is that you should always start and end your day by doing something for yourself. That's so important. Even if it's just like making coffee or taking a shower or like putting your feet up. My friend taught me this thing where like you lay in bed and you put your feet up at like a 90 degree angle and like all the blood rushes down from your legs because you've been putting pressure on your feet, walking all day, whatever. Whatever you can do for yourself even if it's just like two minutes at the beginning of the day, at the end of the day is so important because that means you're starting and ending the day um, doing something for yourself, having your thoughts on just you. If you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I have this really long project I need to do. Oh, I need to talk to my boss about this and I'm really nervous about it. That's putting your whole mindset on something else that in the end of the day doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh my God. I feel like I'm a hippie from the 70s or something, uh, because I'm like, nothing matters in life, only the body and the soul matters, let's play some guitar, like, literally, I feel like I'm enlightened, in my mindset, at least, obviously, I still deal, I still deal with a lot, I still deal with, still deal with issues, I still have things I have to overcome and learn about myself, I still have to go to therapy, (laughs) but, the way that I was able to overcome my anxiety and depression, uh, my, my lowest points was uh, realizing that at the end of the day, I, I have myself. I only have myself. And um, not I only have myself, but like you is what matters at the end of the day. And finding and discovering that self-love however you can. Finding that self-confidence. Doing things for yourself. Doing the things that you like to do. And growth is a, it's a journey. Confidence is a journey. You're not going to be confident in a day. Um, trying, uh, figuring out how to not listen to other people's opinions and do what you want to do is a journey. Growth is not linear. Like I said before, there's going to be maybe like months where you're okay. And then all of a sudden you're not, and you're not doing good. And there's just, it's, there can be one day you're good, one day you're not. And it can fluctuate so much, but like, that's life. And that's what everyone goes through. Social media is fake. <laughs> Just know that, like, we're all dealing with similar things. While our stories are unique, at the end of the day, we're all dealing with similar things. We're all humans just trying to live and get through struggles, get through stresses, uh, get through the end of the day. Um, yeah, I've just, I've realized so much. And it's crazy to look back at where I was and where I am today. 
and see how far I've how far I've come and how my perspective has changed on everything. And oh my god, I have to pee so bad. I'm gonna pee my pants. Mm -mm. I'm gonna pee my pants. If you're on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, this is a little dance eh, 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 that I like to do. Mm. It makes me really happy and it gives me so much energy. Eh, eh, eh. Okay, so um, that's my anxiety and depression story, you guys. Uh, thank you for watching. There's gonna be another episode out next Wednesday. And if you're going through something right now, just, no just know you're not alone. And um, I know the statement of like, it'll be okay. Like you just have to have time. Over time, you'll be fine. Like. Time really does help, but I know hearing all that stuff sucks. Um, just know that it's okay not to be okay. Demi Lovato said, it's okay not to be okay. Mm -mm. Just know that, really, it's it's okay to take time for yourself, and you shouldn't feel guilty over that. So, thank you guys for listening. I will see you in next Wednesday, Wednesday's episode. Thank you for coming. Bye!